friends, and welcome back to the Practical Family Podcast. I am Jen Bryant, and today we are talking about how to recognize the FOMO that disrupts your happy home. As many of you know, the FOMO we refer to is an acronym that stands for Fear of Missing Out. And the word that we're focusing on most today is the word fear. Moms, you know and I know that there are so many reasons to fear not getting it right in our home. And I brought my friend back onto the podcast today. Kathy Lipp and I had a great conversation about how to recognize these three fear-based factors that keep us from actually feeling content and peaceful in our home. So here's a little bit about Kathy. Kathy Lipp is the author of 17 books, including Clutter Free, The Get Yourself Organized Project, The Husband Project, and Overwhelmed. She is the host of Clutter Free Academy, the podcast, and also runs the Facebook group Clutter Free Academy, which you've got to check out. They are an awesome group who encourage each other and share successes in a shame-free environment. How many of those groups can you find on Facebook? I ask you. So go ahead and check out Kathy's resources at kathylip.com and enjoy our interview today. Kathy is always so fun to have on the podcast. She is real and she talks about very real steps that we can take to enhance the quality of our home life. So here we go. How to recognize the FOMO that disrupts your happy home with my guest, Kathy Lip. All right, so Practical Family listeners, welcome back to another episode in which we feature our returning guest, Kathy Lip. Welcome back, Kathy. Jen, thanks so much for having me. It's so fun being on your podcast. Oh my goodness. Kathy, last time you were on, we talked about your Christmas book, your Christmas planner that came out, and now we're back talking about your new version of Clutter Free. Yes. Clutter-free home, making room for your life. This was born out of a similar project. How did that come about? Right. So, uh, you know, I wrote Clutter-Free about five years ago, and it's really the why. You know, why do, we, why do we have clutter? What do we do? And we really unpack the three reasons that we collect cl- clutter. Uh, fear, what if I need it someday? Guilt, so-and-so gave it to me, so I need to keep it until both of us are dead. And then shame, I spent money on it. I have to keep it for the rest of my life. And so as we really unpack that in Clutter Free, it changed people's lives. And you and I were talking about it. We have a podcast now on this. We have a Facebook group that has close to 9,000 people. I mean, it's people have really embraced this, but people have also said, I just need you to boss me around. I need you to come to my house and tell me what to do. Actually, they want me to come to their house and do it for them, which we can't do, but, um, (laughs) They want me to tell them what to do. And so as I, w- I kept telling people the same things over, over, over again, I thought, okay, this is a book. And so that's why we have the clutter-free home is because these are the things that I keep telling people to do. And when they actually do them, they can go from being overwhelmed by clutter to living clutter-free. Mm, overwhelmed to clutter-free. I'm, fe- I'm hearing overwhelmed and freedom. And yeah. that seems to be the theme of quite a few of the books that you've written or co-written with others. This is what we're finding in women. We're just, there's so much information, so much, so many shoulds, so many 
why aren't you doing this better? Why aren't you, why isn't your life together? You know, it, I right. think the, the things that we tell ourselves internally that we can't anymore. So that clutter-free home is helping you to make room for your life. And you have four D's that you take women through in this book that help them to actually make decisions. What are those about? You know what, Jen, before I answer that, I'm just going to oh. talk to you about the overwhelm because you know what, you were so right in what you were saying there. Oh yeah. And I really believe that when you think about decluttering your home, it's so, it's, it's so overwhelming. And I feel that what we're trying to do here, I'll take you through it, but is we're saying you can accomplish more by doing less, but just being proactive about it. And so instead of, you know, doing the stash and dash when your in-laws come over and having that shame and saying, I have to, I, three months to recover from decluttering. No, no, no. I want you to do 15 minutes a day. And I want you to get to a place of peace in your own home because your home should be at least with what you can control in your home, the most peaceful place in your life. So the first thing I want you to do is really understand and dedicate a room to a purpose. And what I mean by that is this, when I think about how I want to use my room, I think about, you know, the kitchen. So what is that dedicated to? What do I actually use this room for? You know, when my kids were growing up, we didn't have computers in their rooms. We had them in the living room. Now, is that what I wanted for the rest of my life? No. But at that time in parenting, that was the right way to dedicate that space. In my bedroom, you know, when I say about how do I want to dedicate the space, because I'm married, this is a place of connection and comfort and rest and recovery. And so one simple way to really dedicate a space is to put up a sign of some sort. Now, maybe it just starts with a post-it note. You know, in this kitchen, we do this. Like one of the signs I'm having ordered right now is one by Julia Childs, and it says, all good people love food. All good people love good food. And I'm like, yes, you know, this is where we gather together and we have comfort. Uh, in our living room, we have, because we said that we wanted to, that to be a place of connection, we have a great J.R.R. Tolkien quote about uh, that house was a house of it, it basically is about rest and recovering and singing and dancing. It was a place where people could come and get nourished. And so we have that quote up on our wall. So really take some time and dedicate your space to figuring out what you're using it for. And if you're using the kitchen for homework, go ahead and say it. It's okay because we all have that place in our life. And then I want you to decide. I want you to make some decisions about each and every room in your house. Often the difference between somebody with a beautiful home and somebody who struggles with clutter is the beautiful home people have gotten intentional about their space. So once you've just, you know, made that idea of what you dedicate that space for, say, okay, if the kitchen is where we do homework, then I need to decide that my kitchen table is a no junk zone. We don't do that. I want to make sure that this space is clean and comfortable. Is it creative or do you want it to be cozy? Is this a place for connection? Is it a place where people can really get away from the rest of the world? How do you want that room to be? And then I really would love for each of you to take a little tour through your five senses 
And, you know, I'm looking at Jen, we're on video together and I see her in this beautiful room and, you know, it sounds crazy, but how do you want that room to smell? What room are you in right now, Jen? Mm, I'm in my living room and since it's fall, I want it to smell like Christmas. (laughs) Okay. So I (laughs) I think you have a candle behind you. It actually looks like a candle the other way. It's by your, it's by one right here. Oh, there's one right there too. Nice. Yes. And yeah. there's one behind me, right? <laughs> Does that happen to have an orange scent to it? No, it's oh. um, it's like it smells like fresh rain. Oh, how yeah. wonderful! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's like when you're thinking about your room, you know, how do I want it to smell? What do I want the touches to be in that room? Like one of my weird things is I hate microfiber towels. Mm-hmm. I hate them with a holy fire. Like they make me feel like the other side of Velcro. Like it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. So I decide, oh, you guys are laughing my, at me. My, my producer's having a fit right now. I don't know about what. Amen. amen. Oh, she's amen. saying amen. Okay. They're horrible. So right? Funny. They're creepy. How can a towel be creepy? But they so are bad. Oh. Okay, I'm so glad your editor was in the amen section. I needed that because I thought, okay, nobody's going to agree with me, but they're just creepy feeling. So here's one of the things that makes that so much easier, Jen, about decluttering. I have been given microfiber towels by people who have not discovered the way of the non-microfiber kitchen. I can just donate them. There is somebody out there desperate enough to have those. So Mm -hmm. it's okay. And so, you know, how do you want it to look? Your space, you're in Hawaii, but it's so cozy. And I don't think of Hawaii as necessarily being cozy, but you've created a cozy spot for you and your family. What did your sign say above your doorway there? This sign was given to me at our wedding from a friend of my mom's. It says, love deeply, listen patiently, and forgive freely. Okay, so here's my question. Mm-hmm. Why did you hang it in this room? Because we are all in this room yes. at some point during the day and we all need to see it. But between right. my husband and I, between my kids, between us and our kids, I have always found a need for it because of the deep meaning that it has. And yeah. that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. It's like you've dedicated this room to connection. Mm-hmm. So you've made a decision. This is how we are going to live. So it's what you put in there. It's how you want this room to feel. It's how you want people to feel when they're in that room. And so even taste, like, do you have a bowl of peanuts in your living room? Now taste, the only thing we want to taste in the bathroom is toothpaste. So let's be super clear about that. I'm not telling you to put a bowl of apples in your bathroom, but I want you to think about these things and sound. How do you want, do you want the sound to come from outside or do you want to create it from inside? So thinking about those things, like in my kitchen, I love Mrs. Meyer's lemon verbena soap. I mean, it's, I love that smell. So everything is that smell. But when you come in, you know where you're at. And I know I'm doing a lot of talking here, Jen. I'll just go through the last two things. So I don't want you to buy any of that stuff yet because I want you to declutter your space. Mm-hmm. So get things out of there. And when your room is about 60% decluttered, then you can get the lemon verbena candles. Then you can replace those microfiber atrocities <laughs> with something that's wonderful and lush. That, you know, that's your reward for your decluttering to make the space more you. Mm-hmm. 
Well, what you're talking about, Kathy, is creating a, a, a mission for your homes. This yeah. is a lot like what we talked about back during Christmas time with, with your project planner. It's, it's the same concept. Like you decide for whatever reason, I think we feel like as mothers, as women, we've, that we've given away our right to decide what our home is all about. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of let life happen to us or let right. the holidays smack us in the face every year or like come in and let all the clutter just overwhelm us. And then we get a headache and we avoid it or whatever happens to you in your home. But we're talking about real purpose and real ownership in a good way, not in a heavy way, but in right. an honest to goodness, I have control and say over what happens in my home. Jen, you're so right. And let me tell you what happens so often. Somebody gives us something that is less delightful than that sign. You know, they give us a wedding gift and we feel like we have to keep it for the rest of our lives because of the guilt we have. Or here's the other thing. We go to somebody's house and we see that cute yellow pillow on their, their couch. And we're like, oh my goodness, that is what my life is missing is that cute yellow pillow. So we bring it home, but it goes with nothing in our house, but we bought it. So we have to keep it. And then we start to look around and you're like, this house isn't me. And so one of the biggest skills that we can develop is to appreciate something in somebody else's home, but not have to incorporate it into ours. It's so true. It's true. Can I, can I just attest to this? My, my decorating skills were dismal when I first got married. Yeah, <laughs> we were like were, yeah. bringing our lives together and trying to figure out what was what. I didn't realize again that I could choose even like the theme, mm-hmm. colors, textures, patterns of my room. I just, because back then too, we were, we're Broke. pretty poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yes. so we, we literally furnished our apartment from the street, you know, yeah whatever we could find. Um, this actually, this little table is, is uh, a reclaim from the street, but I painted it. I painted it to match what we have going on. And now I have a much better sense of what I want in my room. What doesn't match. Maybe this cute little Chinese lantern would look great in my friend's home who decorates with, you know, that Asian flair. Yeah. I just don't, I don't dislike it, but it's not, it doesn't fit in my space and it, and it helps me to have boundaries, to have a theme for what I want to happen in each room has helped me to have boundaries to say no and to be satisfied. And that's great. You know what? I'm not offended when I offer something to somebody and they say, you know what? It doesn't fit myself. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would rather you not carry my junk. Yes. Yes. And yes. so, yeah. And so it really helps with the next section too. You know, I mean, we talked about it, the decluttering. So with this program, what we do is we have you spend 15 minutes every day in one room and just declutter just for 15 minutes. So you don't get overwhelmed, but some of those obvious things you'll be able to get out of there very, very quickly. And mm-hmm. I would rather have somebody love that Chinese lantern in their home. So donate it because that's going to be perfect for somebody else. And so, you know, if it is Tuesday and it's the living room day to declutter, you can get rid of that. And one of the things that I found that has been so helpful in decluttering is figuring out where you go once a week that has a donation station on the way. So every Tuesday I go to church to work on our sermon for that Sunday. And right on the way there, there is a Goodwill. So as I'm driving through every Tuesday, I have a bag of stuff 
that I drop off at Goodwill. Now, it doesn't happen every Tuesday because sometimes I don't have enough stuff to give away. But as we've minimized and minimized and minimized and gotten rid of so much stuff in our house, I realized that I need things less. And so I can drop those by. And it's just one bag a week, but it gets it out of my house and I never have to declutter it again. Mm, I love it. I love it. Kathy, what do you say to uh, these women who, and I've been there myself too, and it, and, it, and it took a while to come out of just being paralyzed by decision-making. Do right. you see it directly connected to this fear, yes. guilt, shame cycle? Yes. It's, it's directed at that. And also you're trying to do too much. Mm. You know what? We only have so much energy for decision because I believe that overwhelm is decision fatigue. It is, you know, we can, we can make 15 minutes worth of decisions, but when you're, t you've been there when you've been moving, right? You know, you, at first you're getting rid of everything. And then by the end, you're just throwing everything into the truck. And it's not because you want to take all those things. It's because you can't make one more decision. And it's complex because what if I need it someday? Or my mom gave me that, or I spent so much money on it. Maybe I should sell it instead of giving it away. No, no, no. 15 minutes will give you right thinking and give you the power and the energy to get rid of stuff so you never have to make those decisions again. After 15 minutes, that's when our overwhelm starts to go up and we can't make those decisions anymore. Mm, it makes sense. It makes sense. In many other areas of life as well. Yes, <laughs> Just with our clutter, exactly. we have mental clutter too, which exactly. is what you talk about in your original Clutter Free book, but Clutter Free Homes specifically is, is, is getting personal here because this right. is, you're challenging people to take control of their personal space and, and the results should be what? What are you finding that your clutter-free community is experiencing once they implement these things? Increased peace. Mm. It's increased peace. They, they start to love their homes. Some people again, some people for the first time. Mm. And in our group, Clutter Free Academy, we get to fight the notion that just because something is on sale, you need to bring it home. And I know none of us think that logically, but we have such a poverty mentality. You know, what if I need it someday? What if we run out? What if, what if, what if? And so I really, you know, Jen, I believe in being prepared. You know, mm -hmm. I have the emergency kit. I have the emergency flashlights. I've got a month's worth of food minimum in case there's an emergency. But having all the single socks you've ever had in your entire life, because what if someday you find that mate and you can put them back together? That is, it's stealing the joy out of your life and it's stealing the space from your home. And my house is pretty tiny. It's 1,400 square feet. And we have a lot of things going on here. I don't have the time, energy, or space for keeping those extra socks. I'd rather wear the ones I have and when those get a hole in them, replace them because I'm not spending money on nonsense. I can spend money on the things that I need to spend money on that are important. I'm not saying be wasteful. I, I'm an environmentalist. I don't want you to waste things, but I think the less we have, the more, better we can keep track of it and the better we are about not buying things out of fear, guilt, and shame. Absolutely. The increased peace that we can experience when we own less, therefore we're maintaining less. Right. And we can focus on what's important to us rather than what someone else thinks is important, what 
Pinterest or Home and Garden right. says our house needs to look like or whatever. It's what's what's valuable to you. And I think when it comes down to it, women need to hear the, the, the reaffirming message that, you know, you matter. Even though you do all the things for everybody else, you're taking care of everybody else, what you want really matters. If you want a vase of flowers next to your bed, do it. What What is telling you that you can't? Do you have toddlers anymore? No? Okay, then maybe consider it, you know? Yeah going after the things that we really want. What cares for your soul? What mm -hmm. cares for your family's soul? Those are the things that we need to, to value and put a priority on. Well, people can join your Clutter Free Academy Facebook group, which is yeah. a huge community of like-minded folks who are dedicated to getting clutter free and some yeah. are on baby steps some just some need to pop in and say look i'm struggling with this help right. me understand what to do um you've got that you've also got the podcast that came out of the first book right. but the podcast is ongoing and you get to kind of dive into different aspects of home and life there so you got a lot of great places for people to go, Kathy. I love that. We want people to change their lives. And we know that if they get, if they take these small doable steps to get clutter-free, they're going to experience more of the life that they were designed to live. You've been listening to the Practical Family Podcast and our episode today on how to recognize the FOMO that disrupts your happy home with my guest, Kathy Lip. If you would like to check out more of Kathy's awesome resources, go to kathylip.com and you'll find everything you need there to enter her clutter-free Facebook group, as well as her podcast on living clutter-free. I am so blessed that you've joined us today on the Practical Family Podcast. Friends, this podcast would not exist without faithful listeners like yourself. So will you do me a favor? Will you go over to iTunes? You're probably listening on your phone or some other device anyway, would you just give us a quick review? Because you know what? Leaving a review helps us to be seen by more people. It's really the simplest way for you to help us to reach other moms and to help strengthen them for real life struggles. So you can be a very real part of helping to reach moms out there who need that love and grace in their lives. Thank you again for listening to the Practical Family Podcast. Find us at practicalfamily.org for more encouraging articles. Get on our email list by joining the community right there on the homepage. And thank you for joining us. This has been Jennifer Bryant. And at Practical Family, we are here to help you to discover your gifts and embrace grace. Thank you.